1: You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Uh, Canada advances. Meanwhile, uh, after being upset in the second round of FIFA World Cup by Rokas Jacobitis and the Lithuanians, the Americans don't back to route Italy in the quarterfinals. The Americans were led by uh, Mikhail Bridges, who exploded for 24 points in the U.S.'s 100 to 63 win over the Italians. Jalen Brunson started at the point. He had eight points on three of six shooting in this game. Josh Hart also started. He had five points and five rebounds in this one. So the U.S. win, they now go on to face Germany in the semifinals, the German team. Uh, that gave them problems in that, that final exhibition game, and people remember, and the whole hoopla about Jalen Brunson. Should he be starting? Should it be more Tyrese Halberd? uh played great in this one against Italy as well. He had 16 points. He was the second-lead scorer for the U.S. in this game. Um, going back, though, to the weekend in, in the game we saw against Lithuania, because we previewed that game and, and the, the interest in seeing Rokas Jacobitis uh, play against the Americans. Uh, how impressed were you, A, to see the U.S. bounce back, but, B, even talking about just what we saw from Lithuania and from Rokas, how impressed were you with him and his performance in leading uh, Lithuania to a win? Yeah, I
0: was, uh, undeniably. Um, I, I, he's one of those – it's one of those situations where, you know, he doesn't jump off the screen. You know, he's not, you know, flying over dudes. He doesn't have a beautiful, you know, outside yeah. jumper where he's going to – you know, you can see him envision him as a, you know, 20-point score in the NBA – but at the same time, it's really impressive that one—he's the youngest player on the Lithuanian national team—and he's, he's basically, if you if you hear the comments from the coach and the players, um, sort of respected as one of their true leaders, um, and certainly yes. the four starting point guard. And that says a lot about um, you know what what kind of uh, you know player, what type of personality he has, um, and that's where you can envision him um you know as a rotation player in the nba um you know again you know some fans may not want to hear that oh we can be a superstar you know yada 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 give him a right. chance um but listen if we're being honest finding valuable rotation players is a key part of any front office of, of any team of any franchise um you know and and to find a guy that's capable of giving you you know 18 to 24 solid minutes off the bench as a reliable consistent um, you know, a point guard that can take care of the basketball, facilitate the offense, not be abused defensively, push the pace when need be. Um, play with energy, play with spirit, be a good teammate. Those are characteristics and qualities that are not easy to find. Um, you know, just look at the list of point guards the Knicks have had. Some of them are draft, you know, ha- have you know lottery talent level uh, abilities, uh, but you can't put it all together. Uh, you know, from on on the, from game to game to game basis preparation, etc. Um, a guy that is comfortable in his role, that understands his role um is 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 worth mentioning, is worth keeping an eye on. Um, and somebody that, you know, and, and something that people um on Twitter have noted, this does this potentially give the Knicks some leverage in their conversations with Emmanuel quickly. Um, again, yes. not to say that uh, you know, jokobitis you know, is gonna replace IQ in terms of you know scoring 15 points a night and the assists and the rebounds, et cetera. But listen, you know, IQ, we love you. Um, But if you want one hundred, you know, ten million dollars, we have another guy that's capable of coming in next season, you know, for a fraction of what it would cost you literally, you know, 10 percent of what, what it would cost you on a rookie scale contract that would be happy to play, you know, 25. Two minutes off the bench, eighteen minutes off the bench behind Brunson as he kind of works his way uh, into the NBA. So that 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 is one um, undeniable positive. Whether he's not going to come over this season again, the Knicks' backcourt is yeah. um, Barring a trade, you know, of Emmanuel quickly, even then, you know, he's you know he's, he said he's committed to Barcelona. Um, but should should a situation arise where you know the Knicks don't agree to a contract extension and he's a undrafted free agent, uh, uh, sorry, a restricted free agent following this season something at least the Knicks can hint at during negotiations with IQ and his agent.
1: Yeah. I think it's something Knicks fans may feel more comfortable with. If there's a scenario where IQ decides to go elsewhere, or as I've mentioned before, if there's a scenario where the Knicks end up do making this massive coup of a trade where they, they get a a big superstar and IQ has to be included in the deal to make it work. Now you have a player who, uh, as shown to be a real player, I mean, I think that, that's fair to say with Rokas Jakavius. I don't know how great he'll be, but I mean, look, he went up against the Americans. The first possession, you see, they got Mikael Bridges picking him up full court. That enough. That showed me enough to say, okay, this team highly respects what yes. Jakavius can do.
0: I thought that was a major sign of respect, is that the, that fact that they had put Bridges on him and had Bridges on him when he was in the game. There was some chatter that there was going to be kind of a a, a Jordan Pippen on Tony Kukoc type uh, attack. Yeah. It wasn't quite that. But again, if you put and, and, and Bridges has been awesome, by the way, um, we probably haven't talked enough about it. But he's been, in, in my opinion, the best two way consistent player mm-hmm. uh, on Team USA throughout the tournament. But you're 100 percent right. Uh, it's a great point. A, a sure sign of respect from Kerr and Bridges and the rest of Team USA coaching staff that they stick uh, Bridges on on, on Bitus to start the game.
1: Yeah, and and Joker Bice, you know, more than held his own. I mean, again, he he orchestrated the offense, ran the offense well, uh, kept his turnovers down, uh, shot a good percentage, scored the ball when he had to, and led his team to a a massive win over a team that had way more talent, Uh, playing the point guard, playing the floor general role. So uh, now, look, Lithuania making essentially every three they took uh, had a (laughs) large thing to do with why they were able to win this game. But you got to give Joker Baez credit. I think if you're a Knicks fan, you got to feel – uh, definitely, at the very least, intrigued by what the Knicks may have in him whenever he eventually decides to come over.
0: Uh, six games that Lithuania has played in this tournament, Jokobaitis is ten of sixteen from three point territory, sixty two point five percent. I mean, listen, these are pressure pack games. A lot of yep. them are open threes. He's he's you know because he's he's not known as a, a respected shooter, and, and Lithuania has a ton of good, great three po- uh, three point shooters. So he's got open looks, but again, his he's slashing um, fifty two point eight percent from the floor. As I mentioned, 62.5% from three and 91.7% from the free throw line. Those are great, efficient numbers uh, in pressure-packed, you know, uh, important games. He leads Lithuania minutes played um, yeah. uh, with nearly 150 minutes played. Again, a sign of respect and trust from his teammates and coaches, etc. cetera. Um, it's hard to walk away from this tournament. By the way, Lithuania does have one game. as like the seventh-eighth place game. Yes. Um, and I believe that's tomorrow.
1: Um, yes, Thursday. it is tomorrow.
0: Yeah, so we'll get we'll get one more game from Lithu- uh, from Lithuania to see what uh, Rokas can do in that contest.
1: When we look at the Americans, you mentioned again, Mikhail Bridges was fantastic in this one. He's been uh, fantastic for much of this tournament. Uh, Jalen Brunson, I, I, in some ways, I feel, and this is why this matchup with Germany is going to be interesting because it feels like he's played well, but it, it's been a, a different Jalen Brunson. Like it hasn't been necessarily the guy who is getting downhill, looking for his shot consistently. Like, he's, had, he's been forced to play more of a distributor role. And in some ways, it's kind of minimized his role. And when I watched the Lithuania game and, you know, I saw the way that game unfolded, it was so much Anthony Edwards. You know, and Anthony Edwards is probably the best all-around scorer that the team has. But do you feel like Brunson should be more featured in the offense as a scorer? And is he being maybe too unselfish?
0: Yeah, the issue is, uh, you know, as we saw with Sylvania losing despite, you know, Doncic averaging, you know, 25 points. It's, it penalizes, you know, to a large extent, one-on-one play. Um, the mm. teams that tend to have the most success have greater ball movement, um, execution, yes. uh, fluidity. Um, the, when the ball gets a little bit sticky, um, and credit to Anthony Edwards. He scored, you know, what is it, 35 uh, in the last yeah loss um, a three away from Kevin Durant's all-time USA record of 38. Um, he passed a lot more. He, you know, he saw defenses shifting over um, and to his credit was a was a much better distributor. Um, Bridges was knocking down open threes and, and, you know, and the, and the rest of the guys, obviously Reeves and Ingram chipped in off the bench. Um, so, you know, it, it's one of those things where if you rely too much on one player, too much one-on-one is different from the NBA playoffs in that respect. Um, it, it, it's, more it's more difficult for a player to have a great amount of success um, especially the the fouls are called. the way defenses can kind of strangle uh, you know high post low post moves again Brunson's still doing his thing he's going to get plenty of opportunities to do so Um, but the USA is at their best when they're a lot of ball movement kicking out to wide open shooters for three-pointers pushing the pace um, whereas Brunson is at his best in the NBA half-court setting. Think yeah. game five against Miami, game six against Miami, when it's 88-92, 95-97, um, and there's a lot of half-court offense, you want to slow the game down, et cetera. It's 12-minute quarters, both 10-minute quarters. The USA's advantage is their athleticism, their speed, um, and you only have 40 minutes to kind of uh, you know, take advantage of that, of those of those physical attributes. So you know, you're not necessarily benefiting from a guy like Brunson. We all know he can get points at will, Um, but it's not necessarily the most efficient points for Team USA. Yeah,
1: and the way teams be more physical with ball handlers as well, that that makes it harder for guys to to dominate a game one-on-one and does, as you said, get the ball to be a little more sticky. So how do the Americans match up with Germany coming up here? Like I said, they – this was, the, this was the big scare game before they actually lost the game against Lithuania. But uh, Germany, they seem to have, I guess, got past whatever happened with <laughs> Dennis Schroeder and the coach. So those guys were going at it. Were, I thought yeah. that was going to be a bad problem. But they, they're still in the tournament. They won their last game, and now they're going to be facing the Americans in the semis. They're probably coming with a little confidence, considering they had a double-digit lead, and it looked like they were on their way to a win before uh, basically the Anthony Edwards show ensued, and, and and team USA was able to steal one in the exhibition how do the Americans stack up with the Germans?
0: Yeah, so uh, the, the the issue with the Montenegro, again, they were down at the second half of that Montenegro game, the game mm-hmm. prior to the Lithuania game, and the Lithuania game was U, United States getting absolutely devastated and dominated on the backboards, um, yeah. and, and a lot of that has to do with Jaron Jackson's inability to stay out of foul trouble. Two fouls in the first three minutes against Valanciunas against in that Lithuania loss, and it yep. inexplicably picked up two quick fouls in the first four minutes um, in, in, in the USA blowout win earlier this week. Um, and but but again, a lot of it had to do with the personnel. So Montenegro, Usavich at center, uh, Lithuania, Valanciunas the starting center. They also start three other two other guys, six nine or or, or taller. Whereas Italy is a perimeter based team, and USA, yes. uh, as expected as hoped dominated the glass, you know, the, you know, they were, I think it was plus 18 on the, on the rebound battle, rebound advantage. Um, so those are the things that, that, you know, fortunately it, Germany's more like Italy as opposed to Lithuania or Montenegro. Um, Dennis Schroder, uh, we know about him at the point guard and their other two kind of anchors are the, um, Wagner brothers, uh, Mo yep. Wagner and, and Franz Wagner. Really important to note Franz came back, um, for their most recent win, uh, against Latvia. Um, where Bertans missed the three-pointer at the buzzer um, that could have said Lafayette past Germany and, and, and into playing the U.S. Um, but uh, he was out, uh, missed five games with an ankle injury, returned on Tuesday for that contest um, that, that, that Germany won by two points to advance yeah. um, to, uh, to Friday's uh, semifinal against the United States. Um, for those that haven't, you know, that, that, that are not all that familiar, Wagner's really one of those rising stars down in Orlando, yeah. Um, really enjoy his game. Uh, great player. Spent one year in Michigan. Um, and I, I think he has a really high upside in the NBA. So um, he's only going to be healthier. So, you know, it looks like he came out of that game without any setbacks in terms of the ankle injury. Um, so, again, there's, there's you know, Daniel Tice. they got some NBA experience. Um, but, you know, they don't have a guy that averages over six rebounds. So it's not like they're going to put, um, you know, uh, Wagner tends to play more in the perimeter. Mo, Bra- Mo Wagner can, can can you know, obviously board and bound. And, and he's a little bit more of yeah. like a bruiser. Um, But yeah, listen, they have playmakers. They have talented team. Um, You know, the the one good thing about the Lithuanian loss was it came prior to the knockout stage. I think it kind of lit a fire under America's butt. And, uh, you know, and and said, listen, you know, we can't just roll the ball out there and and, and win comfortably. Um, Obviously, the blowout game against victory. Hope they uh, the, the game against blowout victory over Italy. You hope they kind of keep yep. that energy and enthusiasm. I think they're only favored by nine, which surprised me because um, they were favored by seventeen uh, against Italy. But um, you know, make no mistake, the, you know they they can compete. But the United States is is far superior in terms of talent um, and, and and should be able to knock off the Germans.
1: Yeah, I, th- I agree. The Americans, I think, are it, you know it was it was kind of. Interesting how, you know, again, the, the size and the three-point shooting for Lithuania is what, you know, bothers the Americans in the loss. And Germany, a different team, where it seems with them, uh it was the American inability really to guard. And some of that was on Brunson. It was his, you know, the guards for Germany, especially Schroeder, were being extremely aggressive, getting downhill. And that's why I think for a lot of this game, it is going to be on Brunson kind of answer the challenge. Yeah. Like, he's going to start again. Um, and they're going to throw him out there again, but I expect Germany to attack him just like they did in the exhibition. And I could defend Jalen as much as I normally do, but he's going to have to really hold his own on the defensive end and kind of, uh, send a statement and send a message that he's not going to be someone that can be picked on. And the entire U S team on the perimeter is going to have to really guard up because the Germans are going to get into the paint and they're going to try to spray it out. That's going to be how they're going to play. And if they get paint touches, that's where they can get hurt. Um, and, and they also do a really good job, I thought, especially watching the exhibition game of of getting switches onto Mo Wagner, getting small guys on him. And he ended up playing a pretty good game. They can't afford that to happen as well. They got to keep him in check. So I think it will be a competitive game. I think the Germans have, have really developed a really solid basketball program. I mean, I remember watching the Olympics, you know, way back in the day, it was just Dirk and a bunch of dudes, you know, guys who clearly were not, you know, pro level type guys. And they would kind of get smacked around and, this is a different era of German basketball. So definitely should be a fun game uh, coming up on Friday. Will you, do you think we get the U.S.-Canada final matchup? That is, it, to me, it looks like almost a collision course. You got Canada on one side. They have a tough match against Serbia. You got uh, you got uh, U.S. against Germany. Do you think we get that uh, Sunday showdown between the U.S. and Canada? Uh, I do. One quick thing on the U.S.-Germany match. Um,
0: if Brunson cannot stay in front of shooter, Steve Kerr will not hesitate to yank Brunson oh, out yeah. Halliburton in. We've shown oh, yeah. Halliburton's been fantastic in this tournament, um, a better defensive player than Brunson. Um, so yeah. he will, you know, uh, Kerr will not hesitate to do that. To directly answer your question, I think U.S. beats Germany. That Canada-Serbia game is going to be really tough, competitive. Um, but I just think, you know, Canada's just, you know, playing too well right now. Uh, SGA and Barrett, we've talked about a bunch um Dylan Brooks or Villain Brooks as he uh, you know <laughs> is is, is, is uh, earning his reputation again um, got a technical um, and got ejected in the uh the, the uh, match against Slovenia today. Um, he's been he's been great. Ludor's a, a tremendous defender. Uh, Dwight yes, Powell yes. Um, gives him some size up front. Obviously, Kelly Olynyk, their veteran. Um, you know they're just I think they're just kind of their their confidence is surging. Um, you know, listen, Serbia can get hot. Uh, I wouldn't, nobody would be surprised if Bogdanovich hits seven threes and you yes. know scores twenty eight points. Um, they got a bunch of other shooters. Jovich has been playing really well. Um, so that should be a great game as well. But you know, Vegas has USA around 10-point favorite and, and Canada around six. Um, so the odds are um, that we get that uh, showdown between Josh Harden, Barrett, and Barrett, and, uh, and and Brunson and SGA and and all that fun stuff um, to, to kick off what would be an incredible Sunday sports day. I was looking at it yesterday. We could have, if everything, you know, if, if, if USA beats Canada, if, yeah. if USA wins and Canada wins on Friday, they'll play each other Sunday. That's 8.40 a.m. That'll take you into the 1 o'clock kickoff of all the NFL full slate of NFL games. Then we got the 4 o'clock NFL games. In addition to uh, the U.S. Open men's final at 4 – could be jokic i'm gonna go out of limb and it's it looks like you know you talk about a collision course Al- alcaraz and and Djokovic seem to be on a collision course there yeah and then as a and then as a uh, cherry on top of the sunday you got sunday night football uh cowboys versus giants so it could be a all-time um kiss your wife goodbye in the morning kind of sunday sports
1: <laughs> yeah i think you'll see a lot of people just parked out on the couch tommy's parked out on the couch just watching sports nonstop. I mean, we'll see at that point whether or not his line that actually won on Thursday. So will he be a sad Tommy or a happy Tommy? I don't know. But yeah, that's definitely going to be an epic Sunday potentially if get that US-Canada game added to that already epic Sunday slate.